and we're not wizards. We are the best. And also, we're not wizards. Enjoy the show. Bye. Wallpaper card game review, Alderac Entertainment Group. Never sure if I'm pronouncing that right, you know that. Is it Alderac? 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 I don't know, it could be called anything, who knows? I don't know. You decide. Anyway. Huge shag pile carpets like miniature forests, sofas and chairs, furnished in material that almost looks like one of those stereoscopic 3D images that if you stare long enough, it would turn into some kind of horrific fashion monster. Televisions with four channels and four buttons to select those channels with no remote control. Your grand coming round to your house and smoking in the house while dishing out packets of opal fruits, a marathon and a packet of beef monster munch for each of the kids. Men with non-ironic moustaches and mutton-chopped sideburns and hair almost down to the shoulders, surrounding it all, keeping it all together in the most wonderful patterned way is that old wallpaper. That old wallpaper is a competitive card selection game where you'll try to win cards that will complement your existing tableau of wallpaper cards. You'll try to create patterns that will ultimately score you points at the end of the game. It's designed to be played at three players and above, and there is a two-player mode that involves using a dummy player to play in one of the roles instead. For a game that comes in a small enough box, there's a reasonable number of things going on in that old wallpaper. Central play revolves around blind bidding process, where every turn you'll select a numbered card from a choice of five in your hand, reveal them, and then order every player's card in ascending order above columns of wallpaper cards. If players play matching number cards, then the winner between the two is decided based on a separate, ever-changing row of coloured perfect recall tokens that match each player's colour. The winner then takes the chosen column, and the loser takes a single hazy memory card that can be used as a wild card to finish patterns at the closing section of the game. The fun part is then placing your wallpaper piece in your ever-growing tableau of wallpaper as you're doing both a mixture of forward planning and current management. Often you'll be hoping to be bumped in the selection process as you're lucky to win a wild card which becomes more valuable as the game progresses. Once you've played a total of 15 turns, then points are determined on the number of completed patterns you've achieved. There's not a lot of flash going on here. And what you have is a fairly straightforward game once you have the grasp of the rules. But it's a shimmering flash at that. In terms of winning, the winner is decided by the player who scored the most points by collecting coloured sets of wallpaper patterns. There are additional points for those who have collected unique mementos, and a points penalty if you've managed to collect the most red oval shapes. The whole process of scoring is made much simpler by the layout of the scoring sheet and how the various patterns are tallied and it helps remove the normal mental arithmetic headache normally associated with these types of games. In terms of looks, 
It's abstract, colourful, bright, shiny, tinged with nostalgia as the game aim on the looks front and to be fair, once the game's in full swing, that old wallpaper doesn't disappoint. The mixture of bright primary colours gives the game a wonderful bright footprint on the table and there's an adequate difference between the symbols that you place that even those with severe colour blindness should be able to play the main game. Guilt on the hazy memory cards looks striking once the cards have been placed adding to the overall picture on display here. In terms of learning, pick a card, reveal a number card, determine the order, sort out any conflicts, place a wallpaper, pick a card, reveal a number card, and so on. And that's all you need to do. That's all. That's how easy it is to, to play that old wallpaper. The manual contains well-written instructions with examples throughout the booklet of how to play. You'll only need to run through a couple of examples before you grasp the basics of how to play. You need to learn how to keep an eye on the cards other players are looking for and plan accordingly, something that will come with time. The only thing you really need reminded on is making sure you've added the extra cards to the columns that have the red oval marker on the wallpaper, as that was something I've forgotten so many times when I played the game. Even when you play with a full complement of players, once everyone gets a hang of what they're doing, then this game will easily land on lead of table within about 45 minutes, if not much shorter. While you're playing a reasonable number of rounds, Play happens simultaneously, so there's next to no downtime and you possibly feel that you have less time than you need rather than more. This is a game that you'll play before the main event, or several times over a lazy Sunday if the TV is boring and you don't want something too heavy. In terms of what I think, well there's more here to that old wallpaper than you would have you believe. On the face of it, it seems like a simple tableau building affair where you'll often try to do your best with what you've selected according to the wallpaper columns available. However, in multiple plays you realise that the main thrust of the game is in the blind bidding, trying to remember what other players might have fielded in previous turns and hedging your bets on where your card might end up at. It's possibly going to be several games before you even start to notice the cards other players are vying for, and more games when you decide it's actually not too bad to lose columns to gain a hazy memory card allowing you to mitigate incomplete, incomplete patterns that you're left with at the end of the game. Sometimes, with so much noise in front of you, you might feel a little bit overwhelming when you're planning your next move, and it's not uncommon in the first couple of games to forget you need to collect pairs of large and small patterns in order to score. These are all things that will come with time and multiple plays. My only gripe, and one that's becoming more common over time, is the claim that this game is two-player, when it's clearly been designed for three to five. Two-player variant is functional, but misses out on the fun of the blind bidding process at the beginning of the game. That old wallpaper plays very well at three-player count and above, and to be honest, I would think twice if it's only going to be you and a friend. Nostalgia at smaller player numbers, it's just not what you remember it being. Otherwise, you're going to have some tableau-based fun, and nothing rose-tinted about it. You can find out more about the game by visiting alderac.com forward slash that dash old dash wallpaper. Game design Nathan Thornton and Danielle Daly, and the artwork was Matt Paquette and Company. This reviews based on the retail version of the game provided to us by the designer and publisher. We're not paid for this review. We give a general overview of the gameplay, and so not all of the mechanical aspects of the game may be mentioned. If you like what you've listened to, then you can check out the actual written version on wearenotwizardstabletop.com. And if you'd like to support the show further, you can go to patreon.com/wearenotwizards and consider chucking us a buck. 
until the next time, stay safe, roll sixes, make something awful. Until the next time, goodbye. A wizard is never late. precisely when he means to.